Uh, we'll open up for questions here. We'll start with Jim McBride, followed by Chris Ryan. Good. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Good to see you, Jim. You too. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Joe. Um, you know, I know you've you've been around Brian Hoyer a long time, but what kind of have you learned from him this year where you're working in a, a role where you're, you know, obviously with him a, a lot more? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Hoyer is great to be around. I've obviously been around him for a long time before, but I would say just uh, his experience, his knowledge, the way that he sees the game, um, you know, the, the mental preparation that he does, uh, you know, as he's trying to get ready to, uh, you know, be in his role. Uh, through the course of the first, you know, uh, three weeks of the season. It's just, you know, it's really impressive from that standpoint. Um, and just some of the insight that he has. You know, I just, I love that when you can get around a, a great veteran player uh, like like Hoyer and pick his brain and kind of find out, hey, what do you see here? How do you, you know, how do you look at this? And and maybe what, what are the nuances here that you think would help us? And um, I think that's just great. And that's how you grow as a coach. I think that's how you learn as a coach. And, um, you know, certainly we can, we can um, you know, you can learn a lot from guys like that. Is there, is there a comfort level there when you have a backup that has so much experience in the league? Yeah, you know, um, I've been around a lot of guys going back to uh, Jim Miller, uh, Doug Flutie, uh, Vinny Testaverde. You know, I was around with all those guys that were kind of in those roles uh, back in the day. And, and just, you know, if you love football, uh, those are great guys to talk to and talk to about, you know, whether it's coverage, uh, how they see the front, you know, their thoughts and ideas on routes, um, you know, just how they, you know, even leadership, you know, how they handle the huddle. You know, it's, it's great to be able to stand by a huddle and listen to those guys you know, command the huddle and be able to, you know, relay the information to everybody. And um, certainly I would say where, where defenses right now have a lot of multiplicity to them, uh, how they can adjust and, and react at the line of scrimmage too. It's, it's, uh, it's great. Thanks, Matt. Yep. Next question, Chris Ryan, followed by Evan Lazar. Hey, Matt, how are you? Good, Chris. How are you doing? Good. Um, this week and kind of more generally when you are, you know, you have a quarterback and you're trying to utilize their strengths. You're looking at the the opposition and you have an identity with an offense. How do you kind of mold those things? In other words, if, if Brian is a quarterback this week, he has different strengths than obviously Mac would. So how do you go about trying to kind of put things together to have success uh, in any given week? Yeah, you know, I think we've we've started that process really going back to the spring and trying to, um, you know, put together an offense that certainly, um, you know, fits the players that we have and not only just at the quarterback position, but uh, the skill players, the offensive line, the type of run game that we want to have. And I think, um, you know, we keep that core, you know, foundation in place. That's really where it's got to start with that. Um, certainly the quarterback position is a critical one. And, um, you know, we'll just do the best we can to put a game plan together um, to get ready for a really good Green Bay defense. I mean, these guys are very stout up front, uh, very good in coverage. Um, you know, they got some big guys across the board that we're going to have to deal with. And I think that's really the place where we got to start is, you know, what are the things that they do well and, you know, what's our best chances to try to have success against them and, and then put the strengths that the players that we have on offense, uh, wherever that may be in, into motion. Turnover is obviously an issue against the Ravens. What did you see there and how could you guys do a better job of, of obviously completing passes and uh, holding on to the football? Yeah, you know, I think um, you're exactly right. I think um, through the first three weeks of the season, one of the things that you know we're really trying to do through the month of September is, is to improve in, in different areas. And I think offensively, uh, we've been able to get better uh, in a lot of areas through the first three weeks. But certainly, you know, that last stat that you just talked about, the turnover situation was really the difference for us, you know, and we've got to do a better job um, of making sure that we take care of the football. And that's everybody, you know, we really put a stress on on everybody. Uh, you know, it's all of our responsibilities on the field to make sure that we're, we're doing a great job of it and we practice it and we put a point of emphasis on it. And I think that 
um, you know, it's an opportunity for our guys to see that on tape this past weekend, understand what happened and, and get it fixed and get it corrected as we go forward. So, um, you know, just got to get a, uh, got to get, you know, some work at that this week and understand that, you know, as you put stuff on tape here for the first set of weeks of, of the season, um, you know, other teams are going to see that. So we, we've got to do an even better job than just talking about it. we got to go do it. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Evan, if you uh, if you lowered your hand, never mind. If you uh, if you ex if that was my fault, uh, re raise your hand. I'll come back to you. But we'll go Michael Hurley followed by Mark Daniels. Hey Matt, I just had a question about sort of the offense as a whole through three weeks. You're moving the ball well, 365 yards a game, almost six yards per play, but only scoring on a little more than half of the red zone trips. I'm wondering, from your perspective, if there are some commonalities in, in what's made it so difficult to get into the end zone on those red zone trips. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think uh, there's things that we look at in a couple of those, even just this past weekend, you know, I think we were down there five times, you know, scored three out of the five uh, situations we were down there. We know the one drive, uh, you know, we had a negative play, had a penalty. We know that that's going to put us in a really bad situation to try to get points um, and we got to eliminate those situations. I think I'm not exactly sure the stats, but it's roughly around, you know, 50% chance decreasing uh, your opportunities to score when you have a negative play. So that's really important for us. You know, we got to make sure we stay positive, stay on track in those situations so that we can continue to, you know, push the ball through the red area and, and get those valuable points and, you know, set ourselves up for better opportunities in the red area. We're going to jump ahead to Evan Lazar, back to Mark Daniel. Hey, Matt, I wanted to ask you, you know, Mac this season is ranking near the top of the league in air yards or just the ball traveling deeper down the field, especially compared to his rookie season. Um, I'm just curious if you guys as a staff are comfortable with him throwing the ball deep this much and, um, you know, how you kind of strike that balance of trying to take chances, but also not putting the ball in harm's way. Yeah, great, you know, great observation. Certainly balance is always a good word for us as we try to do both. I think that, you know, Matt coming out of college, um, you know, he he had some big plays downfield. He had some, you know, receivers that could get downfield and he could get the ball out to them and, and throw some, you know, really accurate passes uh, in those situations where you have opportunity for big plays. So certainly for us, um, as we looked at it through the spring and, and trying to work through training camp, that's been something that we're trying to do, which we've, uh, you know, we had some success uh, last week being able to do that, which is good, but it still has to stay balanced across the board. You know, it just can't be one thing. So we'll continue to push for that balance as we go, um, like we're doing in everything with the offense. Next question, Mark Daniels, followed by Dakota Randall. Hey, Matt. Um, yesterday, Matthew Slater said something along the lines of, you know, it's really important for the team to not let things spiral in the event, you know, that Mac can't play. And I know a couple of years ago when you were the head coach in Detroit, you dealt with a situation where Matthew went down for a time. And I'm just wondering, did you learn anything uh, from that situation? Or is there anything, you know, knowledge you gained that you can sort of bring to the current situation in the event that the starting quarterback is up? Sure. Um, you know, we'll always take things day by day. And I think that's what would I would say, uh, similar to that situation that you referenced in Detroit, you know, that was kind of a day by day thing until, uh, you know, um, he couldn't play anymore, different than maybe, um, you know, back with, uh, with Tom and with Castle, where, you know, we knew Castle was going to have to come in and, right. and play in that situation. So uh, for us, we just got to stay focused on on the daily task at that point and make sure everybody's getting ready to go and prepare. Um, but really, you know, that's, I think the good thing about the roster in the NFL and, you know, what you're trying to do is everybody on the roster is guys that you try to keep around that you think can go out and, and play and help you try to win. And certainly from that aspect of it, um, you know, the quarterback position is no different than, than any other position. So uh, whatever, you know, winds up happening as we go through the course of the week, we know that those guys will prepare 
uh, to be ready to go play. And certainly with Hoyer and his experience, I think that's what he does every single week. He's been doing that for a long time. So he's ready for that. And, and Bailey, you know, he's, he's improved too, as we go through. So we'll take it day by day from that aspect, but certainly um, I think the team understands like, Hey, this is, you know, this happens in the NFL uh, and everyone's just got to go prepare to do their jobs, whatever that may be. And, and we'll be in that mode through the course of the week. Thank you. You're welcome. Next question, Mark. Uh, sorry, next question, Dakota Randall, followed by Karen Greedy. Hey, Matt. Uh, Billy Yates starting the game down on the, on the sideline instead of in the booth. Does that free you up on game day uh, to handle some of the other things you need to do on the sideline? Um, yeah, hey, Dakota, good to see you. Um, I think, um, you know, Billy, Billy's he does a great job, you know, helping me out, um, you know, obviously in practice and, and I've known Billy for a long time. He played obviously here for, for us and then was with me in Detroit. And I think that, you know, on game day, uh, as things are moving along, you know, he's been really valuable for us to be down there and talk to the offensive line. And uh, kind of as you come in with series, especially as we play teams that have maybe some different looks, some different fronts, some different kind of adjustments or pressures or whatever it might be, uh, that um, availability for him to be able to kind of attack some of that stuff right away. Uh, maybe if I'm working in a different area during the game, uh, it just, you know, it does help kind of the overall part of it. So we'll probably just keep that fluid based on, you know, game by game need, you know, whatever we think is most important. Uh, certainly eyes in the sky are very important too, because it's just a different perspective up there. You know, you can see a lot of different, um, you can see coverage, you can see front, you can see how they kind of work together, the combinations of maybe rotation with pressure, uh, from that aspect of it too. So um, just whatever we think week by week is the best thing to do to help us communicate uh, in between series is critically important. Great. And one other question, um, Cole Strange, now three games in uh, to his career, I guess, you know, what are some of the things that you've liked that you've seen from him and what are some of the things you think he still has to work on? Yeah, um, you know, I think Cole works extremely hard every single week to get better. And, and what's interesting at this point of the year is that now you start to see different types of players week by week, you know, and that gaining that experience is really important for him. Uh, you maybe go through training camp and you're kind of blocking the same guys, let's just say over, you know, three weeks or so. Um, and you kind of get a feel for what they do or maybe uh, their strengths and weaknesses, their power, their length, things like that. And you know, it's been two weeks in a row or really three weeks in a row. Where we've seen um, different types of guys on the interior. So he's just gaining that knowledge and learning experience as we go through. Uh, at some point during the course of the season, then that'll settle and, and those type of players will start to repeat, you know, whether it's a similar type of uh, body style or play style. Uh, and he can then reference that, you know, and, and go back to like, hey, this is how I had to play this guy. Maybe I said it this way. Maybe I was able to be more aggressive uh, in this certain situation. And I think that's all part of the process of a young player playing inside. And that's just on the individual side of it, you know, certainly with the offensive line, you know, there's the other piece where all five guys trying to work together. And I think that's the part of the communication growth uh, right now. That's been really good from that standpoint too. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Grave digger shirt. That's nice right there. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Last two questions, Karen Gregan and Dave Burkett. Hi, Matt. Hi, Karen. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Good to see you at the uh, Hall of Fame um, induction on uh, on Saturday for Vince. That was awesome. It was. And uh, your words were great. Uh, Thank you. Uh, and the message. Um, anyway, um, I was wondering, as a play caller, is there any type of adjusting or adapting that you have to do uh, if there's a different quarterback in terms of, you know, how you call plays, the series of sequence? you know, so on and so forth. Yeah, um, I think we try to set everything up during the course of the week so that we have, um, you know, whatever the situation might be on game day so that we can kind of move in a direction if we need to. Um, I think it's more of when it happens in game, 
that um, maybe that happens a little bit more, right? So if you kind of have a plan going into the week and uh, maybe a certain uh, attack that you're going to have with with a quarterback and then in-game something happens and maybe you have to adjust more in-game than, you know, going into a week where, you know, everyone's just got to prepare to get ready to go and we'll make sure that um, things are set up that way uh, on the forefront. I guess, you know, obviously you're not going to toss the offense out the window as, as you've yeah. said that, you know, the quarter, the offense is kind of fitting all the quarterbacks, but say like a certain situation that you, you know, you might want to utilize Brian's strengths or whoever, um, might you, you know, alter your play call based on who's behind center? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. You always try to, um, you know, gauge your play call based on the players on the field, whether that's the quarterback, maybe it's a particular running back, a tight end position or whatever it is. So certainly as we go through, you're absolutely right. You know, we may be in a situation where, hey, this this play or this situation would fit maybe more this play um, than than another play. Absolutely. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. And last question, Dave Burkett. Hey Matt, uh, it's good to see you. Hey Dave, Hopefully, how are we doing? Uh, doing well. How's uh, how's the new role treating you? We're doing great. We're doing great. Good. Um, listen, I, I know you play the Lions next week. Not going to ask you about that, right? You got bigger things on your plate right now. But I, I just I'm curious from your standpoint, like how being a head coach and being so involved in offensive game planning, the direction that you want to go for versus certain teams and defenses, how that sort of helped you, you know, uh, get comfortable calling plays and, and be in the role that you're at now. Um, yeah, I mean, I think just my experience um, here working for Coach Belichick and just kind of being involved in, you know, all aspects of, of the game of football, whether it's offense, defense, um, you know, even really special teams, um, understanding some of that um, really kind of helped me, uh, you know, when I progressed into that other role um, to be able to kind of, you know, see everything and try to help guide, you know, maybe a game plan here or there, which everybody wanted to take it and then certainly kind of coming back and being more involved with some of that stuff with, with coach last year and um, you know and then growing through that process this year it's it's all been great I mean there's you know this is a great place to be with coach Belichick and, and to be able to learn from him every single day and be around him and how he thinks and looks at the game and be around the players that we have and how they look at the game I think it's just all part of a, a you know really blessed situation for me to, to grow as a coach. What is the uh, the biggest thing that you've learned in this role just about, you know, offenses or, or game plans or whatever it takes, I guess, to be a play caller? Yeah, um, you know, I, I would say, again, like I kind of started on offense. So, I mean, I remember, right. you know, with, with Coach Weiss and with Josh when he came over from defense and, and being a part of that and Dante Skarnecki and the great offensive coaches we had. And, um, you know, I remember kind of the process that they went through. Um, obviously, that was a long time ago, but I'd say the, the process is still very similar. The biggest thing on, on this is just, really trying to understand what our guys do well and, and to try to put them in the best situations we can to be, have success on the field. I think that's the most important part right now. Great. Thank you, Matt. Good luck this week. Okay. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, everyone. Yep. Have a great day. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Stacey.